Hello and welcome to episode 46 of Force Time. My name is Travis and today I am here with... Who do you think? Hello, it's me, Kara. I'm here. Episode 12. Kara with a K is back. And yes, we are here to talk about episode 12 of The Bad Batch, Rescue on Ryloth. And this was a good one. I start every episode like this when we're talking about The Bad Batch, but... Spoiler warning, we're going to talk about the Bad Batch, obviously, through episode 12. Probably going to throw in some Rebels, maybe some Clone Wars, a little bit of everything, because there's a lot that happened in this episode. But there's your warning. If you haven't watched the latest Bad Batch, turn around. And also, what are you doing? Why haven't you watched it? Because it is. Yeah, what are you, why are you listening to this? Like, <laughs> yeah, why'd, you, you, why'd, you press, you? <laughs> why'd you press on this? It, it says episode 12. So, but yes. Let's let's get into it. So last week we talked about episodes 10 and 11 and we kind of talked about how the episodes went together because it showed two different planets, one a separatist planet, one a republic planet that mm-hmm. were on opposite sides of the war, but now the empire was taking over and occupying both spaces and it was interesting to see how the people reacted, how the leaders reacted and then we left off last episode kind of speculating on okay what's next do we see what happens with Hera there was some talk about maybe that we might not see Hera for a while or it might just go to a new mission or something like that and it pulls up did you know the title of this episode early or did you see it when it just popped up I don't usually I try not to look at anything before I watch it sometimes I'll see the spoiler post in the chill group go up so I'll see the title there but Usually I don't see the title until I go into the menu and press play. So so we get there, rescue on Ryloth. Immediately we know, mm-hmm. okay, we are for sure picking up right after the last episode. So that's when I was like, okay, we got to talk about this. I think these two episodes are going to go together. And I don't know, mm-hmm. at the end of this episode, it kind of leaves it off where it's like, okay, they're going to go do something else for these last four. So right. I think it's good to to dig into episode 12 because it goes immediately after that. So we know right away we're getting more Hera. We're getting more Cham. Uh, we're getting more. We didn't see Orn Frita, but we're getting some more Orn Frita uh, content. So, so that was one of, <laughs> that was one of our, our biggest <laughs> questions was, okay, are we going to see Hera again? Are we going back to Ryloth? That's answered right away. And then it opens up. Now Cham Sindula and Eleni Sindula are locked up. And Rampart, our villain... First off, let's let's talk about Rampart. Rampart's been in a lot of episodes. How are you feeling about mm-hmm. Rampart? Do you think he's a good villain? Like he's an okay villain? I mean, obviously you don't like him. He's he's terrible, but what what are your overall thoughts on on Rampart? I think as like an an early imperial, he's definitely he's definitely like fine. I don't find him very dynamic, but he is manipulative in a way that I think is interesting. Like, like he seems kind of one note, but then in episode 11, when he was like, no, let's surrender. And then like, kind of pulled that whole thing. I was like, Oh, he's thinking like his wheels are turning, you know? So yeah, I don't know. What do you think? He's kind of just a jerk, but (laughs) I, but that little bit I think was, was interesting. Yeah. I think he's fine. I'm not like, 
enthralled with him mm-hmm. i think he's and i think that's the point right i think we because we have mm-hmm. crosshair that he's kind of playing off of and he has to kind of play the straight man to crosshair's like interesting villain and so we kind of know what we're getting with rampart you know he feels like some of your standard villains that you see in clone wars or rebels where it's mm-hmm. just like okay they're not you're not gonna like write home about them and obsess over them but rampart's just there has a cool name and he's playing playing his part pretty much mm-hmm. but now now we have captain hauser and we gotta talk about hauser right off the bat because hauser mania we talked about it last week taking over the nation it just ramped up over the last week <laughs> even before this episode i swear every day it was just mm-hmm. that's all i saw in my timeline was like hauser this hauser that like Hot Hauser, Daddy Hauser, all this stuff where just Hauser is taking over. And I know all the Hauser fans out there were thrilled because we get a lot of Hauser in this episode. And I love how this episode starts with Hauser and he basically is challenging Rampart. And Rampart's like, we need to arrest all the insurgents and, you know, all the champs and dual sympathizers. And Hauser challenges him right away. He's like, these people aren't insurgents like this is their land and it really reminded me of solo where han solo is on on mimban and he's like talking to his captain you know he's kind of the same way like we invaded their planet like they're we're we're the insurgents not them and i just love how this episode started with hauser like standing up to rampart because again we don't know what's going on with the chips taking orders and stuff like that but yeah hauser on the other hand is very interesting to me. Yeah. And that also kind of reminded me of um, the episode of season two of Mando when they go to that planet and those people, because they're in disguise as empire guys, you know, so then those, the people from the planet are like attacking them, but it's like, well, they're, they're right though. And you're wrong, but you're not wrong. You're just in disguise as someone that's wrong. That was really that reminded me of that a little bit too. But yeah, Hauser something else. I feel like I feel like this episode just gave more Hauser questions though. You know, like I mean, we'll get into it, I'm sure. But like at the end it's like what's going on with this guy? But like I don't know, I really like him though. Like I understand the Hauser madness. He's very <laughs> cool. He's got a cool haircut and he's he's cool looking and but yeah, something's like something's going on. And I got to tell you, I mean, not to cut to the end, but when Crosshair was aiming at him, I was like, Crosshair's going to kill him. He's going to kill him. And then everybody's going to be so upset that Hauser. But I was very, very chuffed, if you will, to see that Hauser survived. But yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to say. I don't know. That guy. I think we can go ahead and and even skip to the end with Hauser. Like let's let's stay with Hauser because that's why everyone's listening right now is because we're going to talk about Hauser. That's <laughs> why they clicked on it. That's the only tag I'm going to put on this episode so people that go to their Apple Podcasts and they type in Captain Hauser, this is going to be what pops up because that's all people want. <laughs> yeah. We have to give them what they want. So look. <laughs> <laughs> so Hauser is openly defying orders. And yeah. all season long, after Order 66, all we see mm-hmm. is good soldiers follow orders from the clones. 
We do see in the in one of the first episodes when Crosshair gets his new squad of the non-clone troopers, like pretty much the first stormtroopers, where they kind of have their own personalities a little bit. But for the clones, we don't see that. So what are you thinking about with these chips? Do how because it wasn't just Hauser either either. It's not like Hauser is, you know, obviously special because he's cool, but he gives his whole Mm -hmm. speech to his squad. And a bunch of them lay down their weapons and they're like, they follow him and they all get arrested. And it's like, where do we, where do we lie on the chips? Do they have them? Are they wearing off? What's I, I don't know. It's hard for me to tell. I, I don't, I don't know enough. It's so, it's so, so hard to tell. And I feel like maybe there's a chance, like I did hear someone else say like, as it gets further from order 66, they're just kind of getting defective or it's like maybe it's like more recent clones it's not as strong with them I guess there's a chance of that but it's also like I don't know what I thought about I just rewatched the episode and what I thought about this time was I feel like a one of the things that we people were kind of like discussing as Bad Batch got closer is like we know that there are all we know about this time period is that the Clone War ends and then there are not clones anymore. But we don't know what really happens to make there be no clones anymore. You know what I mean? And what I, what I was thinking when I saw this was like, I mean, everybody has always dreamt of like that stormtrooper uprising, you know? like So it's like, is that what we're looking at? Because all we know is that there's no clones anymore, really. Except like maybe, like we know my headcanon that I talk about all the time is that you'll just like go to a repair shop and there will be six clones there. But like, but besides that, like there are not clones anymore. So what happens besides just the natural transfer of them, like dying, I guess, but is there something that happens to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's so hard to tell because we know that order 66 is basically, okay. Kill all the Jedi. And Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily like round up everyone that betrays orders, you know, it's it's like, okay, the Jedi are traitors. So in this case, it's like, well, if Rampart was like, okay, we found a Jedi, go kill him. Would Rampart, or sorry, would Hauser totally flip a switch and be like, must follow orders like order 66, body, body, blah. I don't, I don't know, but they, they still have free will, which is good to see because yes, we know project war mantle right. that was dropped in the first couple episodes is like, okay, we're going to start integrating other soldiers in with the clones. And mm-hmm. yeah, the further, you know, I'm sure that Hauser turning on rampart isn't good for the clones in general, because that's probably not, he's probably not the only one that is seeing this that is Mm -hmm. like, uh, this is wrong. So this is probably happening all throughout the galaxy on these different planets that the empire is taking over. So I don't know. I think that I hope that we get some answers in the next four episodes about the state of the clones. I hope so too. And I feel like there was even outside of just Hauser, like clone, clone in in general in this episode there were a lot of like looks like very pointed looks so like even in the beginning when rampart is talking to crosshair and he's like i really underestimated your four friends too bad they're against us and not with us and then 
Crosshair wants to go after them himself. And Rampart says no. And Crosshair and Hauser have this like super intense look. And I just, I can't like define what it was. Like, you know what I mean? Like Crosshair's look just like looks at Hauser like really hard and they, but it didn't seem like, grr, I'm a mean boy. It, it just, it seemed like, it seemed like a really deep look that he had with, that he had with Hauser. And then it happened again with uh, Hauser and when Hunter looks back at Hauser before they run away and Hauser's not even looking at him. He's just getting ready to like stand up for them. And Hunter sees that and is just kind of like, huh. But the way that, that Crosshair and Hauser, and it's like, does Crosshair really want to go after them? Or does he want to not go at, like, is he switching back and he wants to not go after them? And that's why he wants the permission to hunt them down because he's going to not hunt them down. I don't know. I have a lot of clone thoughts. You know, yeah, that's that's what's so great about the show is because, yeah, with those little lingering shots, it's like, mm-hmm. what is going through their head? Because it seems to me that they're wanting the audience to start thinking again about, okay, Crosshair is having second thoughts. we We talked about this a little bit last week with Crosshair, where I was like, Crosshair in general wouldn't just put up with ramparts b s about telling him what to do here and there and like being a jerk to him. Like, but Crosshair was just kind of putting up with it. But the more that that happens, the more that Crosshair is getting a mind of his own where it's like, what's going through his head, you know, it's, and yeah, Mm -hmm. those looks that look between him and Hauser after Rampart, it actually really reminded me of in the last Jedi In the last Jedi, when Snoke is talking to Hux and he gets done with Hux and then Kylo Ren comes in and they're like crossing each other and they kind of have that look at each other. It's a little bit different, but it was yeah. kind of the same, not the same dynamic, but kind of the same like setup as far as like how, how you view it. But they had that look and, and it was like Crosshair can see Hauser questioning Rampart and Crosshair in his head is mm-hmm. like, why am I not questioning Rampart? That's kind of what something like that, like. Yeah, it felt like the the look felt like what are we do what are we doing? Like that's what the that's what I like heard in my head is like what are we what is like what is the point of this? You know, like what's going on here really? Cuz you know how the in even in the beginning of this episode when they find out that like Ryloth isn't separatist. They're like, "Well, it's not separatist, so why are they there too?" Yeah. Like why is there an occupation there too? And so I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't know. I think and we've talked about Crosshair a lot and I, I really love this episode for Crosshair because we did get those yeah. just like lingering shots where it's like, okay, something's happening with him. And, you know, at the beginning of the season, the first like few episodes, like, okay, the Bad Batch, they really want to get Crosshair back. That's going to be kind of what this season's mm-hmm. going to be about. And then as it went on, it's like, well, we talked a lot about like, okay, well, what if Crosshair doesn't turn back or wait, maybe they get his chip out and he still wants to be with the empire. But now I'm back mm-hmm. on the crosshair is going to join the bad batch up again, maybe by the end of the season. Really? I think, I think that he's going to go, I think they'll get the chip out and I think he'll kind of realize what the empire is doing is wrong. Cause I do think crosshair was always a jerk and we've talked about how big of a jerk he was no in season seven of the clone wars. That's like, what's that? What is his deal? But I do think I'm back on the, okay, I think that they're going to get his chip out and he's going to come back and join the Bad Batch. That's, that's where I'm sitting right now. 
I mean, I definitely want that. I want that for for them because I like Crosshair. Even even after everything, I still I still care about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just it's so crazy because yeah, a couple weeks ago I was like, ah, I really want him to just stay a villain. But then after today's episode, I'm like, oh, I kind of do want him to like join the Bad Batch again and and get back with his mm-hmm. brothers and everything because they still want that. I think they still really care for Crosshair. But yeah, I don't know. There was there was just those shots on him this week where it's like wheels are starting to turn. I think for Crosshair and I yeah, think- and and it's like what way are they turning? Like I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. But I think that these next four episodes, we're going to get heavy into what's in Crosshair's head and what's going to happen with Mm -hmm. them. And we only have four episodes left. Crazy. Which is crazy. So Mm -hmm. let's, let's go back a little bit to... Let's talk about, so this, this episode again is Harrison Dula. She's trying to save her parents and... The episode actually it kind of opens with Rampart talking to them, and then when it goes to the Bad Batch, it's Omega and she's working on Gonky. And we talked about Gonky last week because I was like, "Okay, yeah. the Bad Batch is missing, you know, a droid." And you're like, "Well, they have Gonky," and I was like, "Oh yeah, they have Gonky, but like, what does Gonky do? Gonky doesn't do anything. <laughs> he just he's a wait for for Wrecker and everything." And so. I'm glad we talked about that last week because this week we get the answer for why Gonky doesn't do anything. And it's because he's defective. And I love that Omega is like, that's it's okay that you're defective. We're defective too. And I just, I'm glad we got that answer on Gonky on why he, it it doesn't do anything. I loved that. That was so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get the great hologram where Hera is calling the bad batch and Hunter or one of the other guys at the Bad Batch, like you gave her our comm channel, and and Omega's like, yeah, just in case she needed help. And we get this great hologram where it's very Princess Leia like, right? It's the help me, I'm in need of, I'm in need of help. Pretty much like your own, you're my only hope. And and then they they listen to the hologram, and Tech is like she's just a kid like kids overreact and omega takes big time offense was this just tech being tech or was that kind of a jerk move for him to say that right in front of omega you know what if what i now that i'm thinking about it i mean if you really think about it omega is probably the only child that tech has ever been around so i feel like kids usually overreact is probably something that he like read about kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. He read it in his like studies, <laughs> but he hasn't actually been around any kids besides Omega. You know? Yes. I, I totally agree with that. And I just, I just thought that yes, kids do overreact to things all the time, but we all know people that are, we all know adults that overreact to small things mm-hmm. constantly where I'm just like, yeah, kids do, but literally there, I can name like five people in my life that overreact <laughs> way too much to little right. things where I'm just like, Hey, let's, uh, let's take a deep breath. But yeah, he, just the way he says it, it's very tech. Like, I mean, it's just, he, he's, he's very straightforward, but that was, that was a really, really good moment. And then Hunter, it's like, we can't, we're not going to go do this. Like, we're not going to risk our lives. And then he, he says, basically, we can't, can't put our lives on the line every time someone's in trouble. And then Omega 
says why not isn't that what soldiers do and then there's that music cue where it like cuts back to hunter and it's like really uplifting music where it's like something clicked for hunter and he's like that's true and like i just kept thinking about how omega is their compass in the show like omega is what's Mm. what's pulling them in the right direction because i like they wouldn't have a clue what to do i don't think and i don't think they'd have those like message moments where they like learn things but i think omega throughout this entire season has kind of been their compass for like where they're gonna go next and i just i don't know i'm just so thankful for omega who would have thought before this season that this kid would kind of take over the show and be like the the heart and soul of the show yeah it's really it's just so great and uh and i agree yeah i feel like they definitely would be very lost without her like because they're already they're lost anyway just because they're like well what the heck do we do now you know so but i feel like she is at least giving them some sense of of purpose, even if it is like just in the moment, keeping her safe or whatever the mission is. Yeah. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Because before this, they've pretty much been doing these missions to make money or pay off Sid. Basically Mm -hmm. it's either that, or they're trying to save Omega or like protect Omega. It's not, they're not doing something that's they're just doing it from the good of their heart. (laughs) You know, I think they all have that in them, (laughs) but they're not doing things for the right reason necessarily. I think that this was kind of the start of that. Hey, we can go around and like help people and not just worry about ourselves, you know, where it's like, cause at the very end of the episode, th- they save Cham and Eleni and the rest of the Twi'leks that were in prison. And then they go to pay them because Harrow is like, I'll do anything. I'll pay you double, whatever you want. And they go to pay them and they don't take the money. It was just like, that was kind of, you know, it the the way the episode left off, it reminded me of the episode with the Martez sisters, where at the end, they kind of, they like, give them the head, right? They already have the tech, already right. got the data or whatever, but they give it to them, but they still took part of it. But in this one, it's like, they did it, and they didn't, they just did it because it was the right thing to do, I think. Yeah. No, you're totally right. Yeah. It's growth we're seeing that right before our eyes (laughs) so then they go on their mission and Mm -hmm. the bad batch kind of comes up with a plan but really it's Hera and omega because omega talks to Hera and is like hey you know this place better than anybody let's come up with a plan let's convince hunter and the rest of the bad batch to do this mission to save your parents because the bad batch was still iffy on it there's like we're not going to do this. Like we'll all get killed. It's not going to matter if we're all dead. And so Omega like puts that confidence into Hera that Hera comes up with a plan with Omega. They present it to the bad batch and the bad batch is like, okay. And I love that. They're like, okay, Hera will follow your, your lead on this. And it's just like that, you know, that pairs so well with last, last week's episode where it's like, this is Hera's origin story. Like this is her first mission that she's in the lead on. And I think that is just so cool. We get to see her fly, basically take off for the first time mm-hmm. with Omega and the whole sequence of them rescuing, rescuing Cham and Eleni and the rest of Twilight is, is so good. I just, I love that the bad batch is back together doing a mission mm-hmm. and they have Hera and Omega. I agree. But even, even before that was probably 
one of my favorite moments of the series so far when uh, right before Hera and Omega start putting the plan together and Hera says, why do you trust him so much? And Omega says, he's my brother. They all are. And it was like the first time that she, it was the first time that Omega referred to them as her brothers. And that like hit me like a brick wall. I was like, oh my God, that's so beautiful. Yeah, I just loved it. It was so good. I, I, you know, because we've we've sat here like this whole season, being like, okay, Hunter's father figure, Wrecker's uncle, but then she does drop that, like, no, we're brothers. They're my brothers. Like, damn, she's right. And it just it further cements the fact that her and Boba Fett are brother sister, and at some point Boba's gonna show up. But yeah, that was so good, and it's. Hera has that moment where she's like, oh, you're lucky. Because mm-hmm. in Star Wars Rebels, she has her calicory, I think is what it's called, the calicory. And we're going to talk about this much more in Chain Code. We're going to learn more about everything about Hera. She has this calicory, and Thrawn steals it from her. And then Thrawn is taunting her and is basically like, oh, this represents your brother that must have died. And it was just like in this moment, Hera, like at some point Hera had a brother and we don't know. I don't think we know exactly what happened to her brother, mm-hmm. but like that little moment. And just knowing that from rebels is so sad. And I don't know that, yes. that little moment. And that I, I hardly remember that from rebels, honestly about that. Cause I remember uh, talking a little bit about her mom more, but talking about Hera's brother and it was just like on one hand it's like oh that's so heartwarming that Omega is talking about her brothers and but at the same time it's like oh Hera in that moment is like oh wow you're lucky you have brothers and it's just yeah sad Star Wars is tragedy so true but I I just loved hearing Omega refer to them as her brothers and then at the end when Hauser addresses those clones he says brothers before he tells he talks to them and i was just like oh my god <laughs> it's a lot that's 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 so good that whole speech from hauser too and it's just like it's 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 so good mm-hmm. and we also in this episode we get a lot of chopper content so we get <laughs> chopper pretty much being a big part of this mission where he has to go sneak in mm-hmm. with the other droids and disable the cannons. Of course he gets in there, can't disable the cannons. And so that's why Hera and Omega have to steal a shuttle. And then mm-hmm. Hera and Omega go on the, on the shuttle. Hera flies. She takes off. Omega is basically her co-pilot, which she refers to at the end, which is so cute. They blow the stuff up. Love. And then we go back to Chopper, and Chopper gets his first two. I, I don't think they were kills. I think he just shocked them. But mm-hmm. Chopper's got a, like, it's well known that Chopper has a very high kill count. And this is kind of, I think maybe this is is Chopper's origin story, too, where it's like we're starting to see <laughs> Chopper start just taking down. And I sent you a meme earlier that was basically, like... <laughs> Uh, maybe it I was like say. troopers minding their business and doing their job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so random droids and clones just doing their job, and then it has like Chopper sneaking up behind them to like kill them. So yeah, I'm glad we I'm glad we get you know Hera's awesome origin story moment, but we also get Crosshair's like first two possible kills. I'm gonna go ahead. And
wouldn't say they were kills, yeah. but yeah, they were just, <laughs> they were just trying to do their job and he just, uh, takes them both out. So good old chopper. So good. So the bad batch gets the Sindulas out crosshair. He just, he's always one step ahead because he knows the bad batch so well. And yeah. so the bad batch is like, okay, we're going to escape out of this part. We're going to, distract them get everyone pulled away crosshair sees that and he i feel like we've seen that like five times this season where crosshair is like mm-hmm. wait no like this they're gonna do this instead of this and then they stop and they figure out the plan so i wonder if that's gonna come to a head too where it's like is crosshair gonna get burnt one of these times or is he gonna continue to just like be one step ahead of him but i don't know yeah that was interesting though it was like you know, he, they worked together for so long. It's like, he, he knows, he knows what their like favorite moves are and stuff. And I, I do wonder if that'll come up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see, but we have, I don't know. There's only four episodes left. Crosshair's wheels are turning. Cad Bane is still out there. There's Kaminoans out there still. One's after Omega still surely. And then, we still have the pickled snokes. Um, no, where? <laughs> Sorry. Where are we sitting on? Wait, wait for it. Grogu, watch. Are we any closer? Is it happening? I have to bring it up. This is Kara's thing. No, that she speculated I- on very early, and we have to do this every week. Grogu <laughs> is Grogu showing up? Are we further away? I think. Are we still at yellow? I we, think we're further. Okay. I th- I do think we're further. Maybe not further than ever, but further. I do. I think it all depends on these next four. Are we going to go back to Camino? Are we going to see more tubes, or are we going to just stay in this like mercenary vibe? That's the question. Um, but as of now, I think it's going to be an, a, a no from me, dog. I don't think I don't think I don't think Grogu's coming, and I think that, that that's okay. Yeah, I, I think it's a, okay. I think it's okay too. So what's lower than yellow? A couple weeks ago, we were at orange, green, green. Yeah, sure, sure. All right, green. Okay, we're down to green. We're at green right now, but it's things are. Calm. We're gonna have to check back in. Yeah, we're gonna have to check back in after next week when we see what direction they're going in. And that will determine yeah. the threat level. <laughs> For sure. I there's there's so many directions that the next four episodes could take because like we've already talked about, Seriously? there's a lot of loose threads. I still do think that mm-hmm. everything is leading to the bad batch finally saying, Okay, we're picking a side, we're gonna help, we're gonna join up with somebody. Who that is specifically, I don't know because we've just seen these little remnants of rebellion. Mm-hmm. Right. We've seen right. Saw Guerrera. Now we've seen the Sindulas who are like Cham's like back in the fight now. He's like but you know, there's mm-hmm. this is happening all over. And I love that line that he has at the very end where after the Bad Batch turns the payment down and Hunter is like mm-hmm. I can't help you organize right now because they want to go organize. They want to get things going. The Sindulas do. And Hunter's like, I have my own people to worry about. And Eleni, mm-hmm. she's so good. But she says, 
oh, if yeah. a war is coming, it will be their fight as much as ours. And it's like mm-hmm. that right there. It's it's that same type of moment that we saw with the Martez sisters at the end of that episode, where they're like, you know, mm. everybody picks a side. It's like get get it through your head, bad batch. Like let's do this. Like get in the fight. And I think that's where this season ends up is and i've kind of said that the whole the whole way that they're going to join up they're going to join the fight what what do you think is going to happen in these in these last four episodes i do think you're right that they're going to have to choose which way to go i think the big questions that i have is like is omega going to be able to stay with them or is it just going to be constantly them coming at like different people coming after her trying to get her back for Lama Sue, or maybe we'll see Lama Sue get taken down. So then the Omega thing's not really an issue anymore. And then it's more just like crosshair trying to get them. And then, so if we can solve those problems, that would be my dream would be that Lama Sue gets taken care of in whatever way is needed. So then Omega is not being hunted down and then crosshair gets resolved either rejoining them or whatever so that maybe they have a little bit less of the empire heat on them i want everybody to live (laughs) and those are my those are my check boxes i don't want i just want everybody to to live and then for them to like i don't know to go off on their way and i don't know I don't know. Right. Like, what do you think? It's gotta be something like that. Right. I, I honestly, at this point, it's so funny because three episodes ago, I was like, Boba Fett's coming, but now I'm like, I don't know if he's coming. I don't know if that's where we're going. I'm ready to be proven wrong, but I I don't know. I think you're definitely right. Hashtag Lama Sue's gotta go. I think (laughs) that has to happen. And what if, Boba Fett is the one to take out Lama Sue because if Lama Sue is so hell bent on finding Omega, wouldn't it make sense that maybe Lama Sue was interested in Boba Fett too? They would be right. Don't they presume that he's dead or something or no? Uh, did I don't we go know. Over that? I forget. I don't know, but wouldn't it be cool if Boba Fett was the one to take out Lama Sue? Uh, yeah, but he's also, he's not good guy. This is many, many decades away from, from good guy Boba. So he's still going to be, I still don't think Boba's good guy, but yeah, <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah, it's not that easy, but you know, yeah, Boba Fett is just pissed off at this point and, um, more like, old, more like old guy, Boba. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> old know? and tired. Like kind all of, of us. Doing, doing his yeah. Thing. yeah. Just like. I've got the wheels and I'll drive you where you gotta yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Leave me out of it. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I think it, I mean, that'd have to make sense. It wouldn't just be like, oh, Boba Fett showed up to kill her for no reason or kill Lamasu for no reason. But I think that if they mm-hmm. did tie it in, I I do think at some point Boba Fett has to show up in this show. I don't know if it'll be the four, next four episodes. I don't know if there's a season two planned. I'm sure there is, but I, I, I don't, I do, I do think Lamasu has to get taken out because that's the that's the remaining thread for omega to be safe i've talked about Mm -hmm. a couple times how i'm not in love with the fact that omega is like they're training her to be a soldier and she's so young Mm -hmm. at the same time she really wants to be part of the crew 
she, you know, and then this week's episode, they let her and Hera go and Hunter's like, you, you two, Hera and Omega go with Chopper, but stay behind a little bit, but as backup. And he, they kind of like take off that, like the training wheels with Omega and they're like, go do your thing. Like you're part of the crew. And so like on one hand, I really don't want her to become a like child soldier, but at the same time, like that was really cool that she did that. Like that was, that was awesome that she stepped up and she helped and like save the day. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, Only a couple, couple episodes left. It's wild. Cause there really are so many ways, or maybe what if it, they just subvert all of that and we go like, hang out with Grogu for four <laughs> again. Impossible. <laughs> or what if Chewbacca shows up? The, it, would you, do you even know? We would freak out because it would just be like, so it would just be so funny. It would be good. I'm, I am. I would, I'm into it. I mean, I love an animated Chewbacca. Yeah, absolutely. Clone Wars Chewbacca was so cool. That was, that was so cool. Love. Yes. And love shout out to our episode of Chain Code about all about Chewbacca, where we talked about him in the Clone Wars and prequels, sequels, everything. So go listen to that. It was really fun. Anyways, I'm going to. You really thought he was going to be in Mando. <laughs> yeah, I was convinced that he was going to be in the Mandalorian because Eunice was all about. <laughs> talking about the Mandalorian all the time. He was liking people's stuff. Rosario Dawson followed him back on Twitter. And I was like, okay, but it's no, no, he's just a huge Star Wars fan like us. So book of Boba Fett. We're going to have Chewy watch. So. There we go. Perfect. He's good. He's got to show up. He's got to. So I don't know, but I am going to miss Hera. I do think that's the last we've seen of Hera, at least yeah. for this season, but I did love her line that she said, you know, I'll see you around to Omega. So like that, gives me hope that their friendship will continue because yeah i really liked seeing them together and just seeing them just be friends was really cool mm-hmm. me too yeah and i'm i'm glad that we got that look at her i'm just so excited for for chain code to dig into her story it's gonna be awesome yes coming soon next month coming up really quick actually we're only two weeks from august so Chain Code Hera <laughs> Syndulla is coming up. We're digging into everything. Now we get to talk about her origin in the Bad Batch. And yes, it's going to be so, so fun. I agree. So with that said, I think we covered it all today. We got, there's four episodes left. Can't wait. It's, it's on one hand, it's like, wow, this has been going on for pretty much three months. Mm-hmm. And we still have another month left, but on the other hand, it's like, wow, this went really fast. And it's just, it's, I don't know that it defied all expectations for me. So yeah, I'm loving the bad batch. So good. Me too. So Kara, tell the people where they can find you, what you got going on. Tell us about your Patreon, all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I am on Instagram only at into a larger world by Kara, Kara with a K into a larger world by Kara. Um, I have the zine going issue 27 is coming. I do a Patreon. I'm on YouTube making crazy stuff. And um, I just announced that I'm going to do a special little print shop opening in August on August 6th, Friday, August 6th. And it's going to be dyad themed. So it will be all of my Ray and Ben prints and a few new ones. And I'm just, just a little fun thing for the, for the peeps that are interested and yeah, I'm working on commissions. So there'll be new art coming in September and 
that's pretty much it. Awesome. Sign up for Kerazine. It's so cool when it comes in the mail every month. And you have a really cool bonus that you just shared. <gasps> I did. It's a sticker and it's great. And it was designed by Tiff from a fan of shop and Tiff is the best. And it is the perfect sticker. I am ecstatic. I ordered 500 of them. I was like, <laughs> I just <laughs> am so excited. So yeah. Awesome. They will be coming to subscribers everywhere in August. <laughs> nice. We love Tiff. Tiff's the coolest. And yeah, that's a oh, great, yes. great design. But yes, follow Kara on Instagram. Check out her zine. <laughs> get subscribed to it. And yeah, I'm excited to see your new art coming soon. And yeah, the print shop opening back up for kind of a limited series. I'm, I'm excited for that too, because yeah, the Ray Ben stuff is really good. So you. you can follow the show on Twitter at Force Time Pod. You can find us on instagram at force time pod and if you enjoy the show you can leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts and until next time may the force be with you